Hey, what's up? This is me totally messing up. And I hope you guys enjoy 40 minutes of me being silent because I totally dropped the ball and didn't record. So Kevin's just going to go ahead and chuck me right under the bus. So you guys enjoy that. Here's some filler words to put me in. Haha. <laughs> Good idea, Sud. That's funny, Matt. Haha. <laughs> Kevin, you're so right. Why do we do this? <laughs> you're telling me, bud. Women wham wham wazzle. Kazow. You gabba yo. Ayy. I think they're playing like a severe weather warning over the speakers or something. <laughs> what are you talking about, Bunk Bud? Well, whatever you were getting hit by is headed towards Matt. As you know, weather systems always head due south. Due Matt, I believe, is the correct term. <laughs> <laughs> I attract them. <laughs> It's like the movie Twister. Wait. <laughs> that is what that movie's about. Is it really? The I mean, Twister the, like follows someone? The tornado out of like no. a vengeance? Oh. <laughs> metaphorically <laughs> Metaphorically you kinda get that that vibe. Okay. <laughs> Alright. That's funny, Matt. <laughs> you killed my brother. I'm coming after you. <laughs> You feel like it's the same tornado at the end from the beginning. I mean, it's probably... <laughs> like that took... <laughs> he didn't die. There are subtle hints if you he's, pay attention. He's got the yeah. shifty eyes. Like That's tor- how you know it's bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> in the beginning of the movie... <laughs> in the Twister movie, you know, like in the beginning, the girl's dad... The girl's dad dies from the tornado, and then, like at the end, this big tornado comes back. It's back after, for you know, it's like the it's same back tornado. Back to finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's got to, you know. Welcome to episode 29 of Rouge One, the it's it's all about Twister. We're a Twister podcast now. I am the same cow, Kevin Yost. You Gabba Yo. Narutimate Ben Sud Sampath. I defeated a Twister to avenge my father, Matt Gould. (laughs) Matt did not listen. To the order we were supposed to go in. No, nope. <laughs> go in. Remember, I told you there was sirens going <laughs> off. I had, I had to take. I had... <clears throat> <laughs> well, then let's go ahead and start with you before the twister that killed your father also claims your life. Um. Okay. <laughs> well. Um. <laughs> 
there was some sales because it's like E3 and stuff. So like everybody's like, hey, buy all these games that, you know, suspiciously have sequels coming next year, you know. So like um, I snatched up Hollow Knight for uh, pretty cheap. Never played that game. Was always kind of interested in checking it out. Hey. Uh, the Switch. It, it was that one Switch sale that I think Kevin posted. I got some games for that too. Yeah. Yeah. It was like seven fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's super. They had some other. They, they had some other really good deals, like some somewhere that were like. Uh, f- Kevin, you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Hollow Knight's pretty cool. Like the art style is really, really fun. I mean, it's kind of like I remember maybe a decade ago, just like really wanting some really cool. 2D side scrollers that just take advantage of like the the processing power of the new consoles to make like just amazing like art pieces in a way you know yeah like Cuphead's a, a fantastic example I mean even going back to like last generation with like uh, Braid and um, that's like two generations ago now almost well well, well like yeah and like uh the pixel junk games and uh two girls one cup <laughs> <laughs> some this is some good soft serve <laughs> um yeah but like hollow knight's really cool it's really fun simple you know uh yeah and just just if you know you just kind of go in either or direction, you know, up or down. You can jump and <laughs> go left or right, you know, slash stuff. Have you made it very Simple far? gameplay, but uh, no, not really. I mean, can I just say it, it seems this like this is like is... Matt describing a game from GamePro circa 1996. <laughs> go up or down, left <laughs> or right. The Super <laughs> Nintendo is just yeah. amazing. It's not just left <laughs> or right Super anymore. Nintendo, <laughs> you can... You can aim in eight directions. <laughs> um, I also played some more Katana Zero. Didn't beat it yet. Uh, it seems like it's a little longer than I thought. I mean, it's pretty meaty. <laughs> um, I figured I would have been done with it by now, but it seems like it's got a, a, a little bit more left to So, yeah, I've just been playing on my Switch. I meant to play breath of the wild after the uh e3 reveal of the sequel i was like oh shit i should finish breath of the wild actually (laughs) um (laughs) because like every time i've been booting it up in the past like couple months i just kind of like fuck around and forget what i was supposed to be doing you're telling me bud i just yeah just kind of like running around and you know climbing shit and gliding and fighting people yeah like it's bad enough for me that if i go well when i go back to breath of the wild i might just have to fucking start over (laughs) yeah i've beaten one divine beast i don't know (laughs) like what the fuck else i'm doing well i'm on my way to the um my last divine beast which is the one in the desert so yeah, I did um, uh, water, uh, fire, air, desert. Yeah, I really uh, 
Because, like, it, I mean, like, Breath of the Wild is, you know, they announced that it's actually, you know, it's going to be a sequel, which is, like, I wonder if if it's just, a, you know, like, well, I mean, obviously, it's going to be, it's going to feel the same. But, like, uh, in that trailer, I mean, they didn't really allude to much. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was, I mean, the barest of announcements. Here's some filler words. Well, if you finish much of the wild, after. you'll know that it is at a particular point. <laughs> right. That's kind of why I was like, I should finish Breath of the Wild so this 15-second trailer makes a little <laughs> bit more sense to me. I think the big takeaway was Zelda's new haircut. It's fire. <laughs> yeah, Zelda is looking good. <laughs> she wasn't... I bet you're going to be able to play as her. That's probably going to be one of the big... Like co-op Zelda to the man. game, yeah. Like co-op open world online Zelda, and it'll play even worse than Nintendo four seasons. will fuck up because it can't do online. <laughs> I mean, that's not that much different from what they did uh, Super Mario uh, Galaxy. Well, they also did something like that in uh, the one Zelda game where you could plug in. And be like tingle, yeah, and like look around the map. And <laughs> that was really unfortunate. <laughs> or going even farther back, Jet Force Gemini. Oh, where you could play Floyd, the little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a pretty uh, revolutionary game. It's true; it doesn't get enough attention. Well, it it does not age well. Like, going back and trying to replay it, like, the control scheme is like, what the fuck were we... Like, why did we think that this controller was, was good? only... I mean, nobody did. There was one analog stick. You did what you could. <laughs> you <laughs> didn't know any better. hardest, Matt. We played so... Like, go back and try so to play fucking GoldenEye on that thing, and you're just like, oh my what? God, it's, a, it's impossible. Yeah. How did you do it for hours? It, it, I don't... Oh, countless hours. And it's still shocking how crazy it is watching uh, Metroid Prime gameplay. Oh, and yeah. I technically had two joysticks. <laughs> you had to like look all the way to the side of the screen to turn. Yep. <laughs> and somehow it was amazing. <laughs> well, you could you could kind of I mean like once you kind of got used to the game like how that game flowed, like it didn't really seem troublesome you know yeah i just mean like watching gameplay now you're just like what is happening i think they updated it on the wii collection though like it's much better on that yeah it's definitely a lot easier to maneuver with the wii controls it's a lot more it's way fun actually though the wii version i would love uh an hd remake for four i I would just love to see anything about four. Uh, yeah, the Wii the Wii bundle is one of the most expensive modern game uh, compilations. It's like two hundred some dollars now. So it, it, yeah, it's crazy how it was super rare. Oh wow! And like I have well, it. if you need some scratch, <laughs> you might want to sell you it. Could retire tomorrow. I have it in the um. I don't know. I have it in the titanium. Yeah, case. that's the one I'm talking about. Like that goes for a ton yeah. of money now. The one, the one wow. true game. Well, I, I, I'm 
I, I don't think I'd get rid of it. I mean, it's a gr- it's a fantastic. I'm not you saying know. you should get rid of it. I'm just saying like they really didn't release that many copies of it when it came out on the Wii, and like it'd be awesome. Like, I I would almost think of buying a Wii just to play it. Do you have a Wii U? Cheap. I have a Wii, but my like, oh, I do have a Wii U. You can cross. <laughs> yeah, it just runs a Wii game, so you can put it in right now. Oh, right, right, right. Well, well, never mind. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, anyways. Anyway, my point is, yes, Kevin. I really hope they release at least that version of the game. Like, it doesn't even have to be HD. I would just love to have those accessible somewhere. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, because I yeah, never just... beat them. <laughs> Oh really? I I got to Man, the last the boss are so good. for one, and then just kept getting rocked, and so never got around to beating it. And then two, I got to the point where like they just ask you to find all those keys before the last boss. Oh <laughs> I yeah, just could not do all of the backtracking. Uh, and then I never made it very far through three, and I don't have a reason. <laughs> three I just stopped at some point. Is my least favorite of the three games, I think. Yeah, it has a three has kind of like it. It introduced like berserk mode. I don't know. It just it. Yeah, because like your suit was corrupted, and then if it reached a certain level of corruption, like you would have to start firing wildly, or you'd start taking a shit ton of damage. Something like that. I do remember the first um, level of Metroid Prime Three was really fun. Yeah, when and you're fighting Ridley kinda, falling down the yeah. shaft. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that was excellent. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, the game just tapers off because I guess it gives you, like, the best of it first. <laughs> like, none of this is anywhere similar to how awesome the first part was. I wanted the entire game to take place in an impossibly long elevator shaft <laughs> for 20 hours. What a thrill. <laughs> What a thrill. <laughs> the reverse of the ladder boss. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you're so right. Uh, what else did you uh, get up to? I, I guess, well, I didn't really get up to much else. I was just kind of lazy. Um, I did see Godzilla again today, but I feel like um, <laughs> Sud might talk about that later. So I'll just kind of, then yeah, I'll just wait patiently. <laughs> just like Kanye West, just like. Up on stage. <laughs> King Ghidorah doesn't like black uh, people. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did um, watch a couple more episodes of uh, Good Omens, the Amazon it's show. It's fucking great. Um, yeah. Kazow. It, it, what are you talking about? I have seen them everywhere. Maybe it's just because I'm watching it. And it's just like. In my Wait, you've not really not seen anything, Ben? Every single thing I've clicked on has been about good omens. You gabba yo. Oh, you have seen a lot of advertisements for it. We just totally misheard you. But you just <laughs> It just hasn't randomly started playing in the middle of Attack on Titan. It's fantastic. Um I feel like it's very on purpose, but it is very uh reminiscent of um Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Just in, like, the way that the narration unfolds and, like, some of the humor and stuff. I think the humor is totally that style of humor. I mean, I'm pretty sure, because, like, it's a co-written book by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. And, like, 
Yeah. I feel fairly yeah. confident that they were trying to recreate like that Douglas Adams style comedy and tone. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I don't think it's a mystery that those people were intertwined creatively, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Cuz Terry Pratchett's books and style do reflect the Douglas Adams kind of like you know, taking what we know as reality and just kind of like giving it a little weird comedic yeah a, a bit of a comedic schmear 40 minutes of me being silent <laughs> i don't think that's what it's like but no that's dead on <laughs> i don't think so chuck me right under the bus cancer is not a concept i'll take your word for it i can't yeah, read cancer is like a th- it's actual... a disease i can take a picture of it and show yeah. it to you name a concept you can do that Sorry, i don't understand apparently google home activated and just read i can't read and then offered no help (laughs) great awesome (laughs) yeah that was that was some good comedic timing Uh, but it's a super good show. I, I I recommend it to anybody who likes to giggle, <laughs> not laugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, you'll get some good chuckles too. But but they'll start as giggles. So I I just want to you know set the stage. People in the. In. <laughs> I expected to launch right into chuckles. I've been cheated. Um. I was I was really surprised at uh, how fast the first episode like was paced, but like it it just I was like holy shit they packed a lot into that first episode, but uh, there's still a whole lot more to go. I think it's only like six episodes. It's one of those types of mini. You're telling me, bud. I mean, it's uh, it's a streaming show. I mean, like they just put it out. It's you know like. It's always going on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there can't be a season two. It's I, very short. It's yeah, a, it's like a it's a story. It's a one story. It's not it's not like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that just like literally is like goes on and on and on and on. You know, like I mean, there's five books. I don't. <laughs> well, Good Omens is like one book. I'm just saying, <laughs> you you talk about Hitchhiker's Guide like it's fucking Animorphs. <laughs> uh, hashtag reboot Animorphs. <laughs> just get that. <laughs> um, yeah. A thing that I did, so like Kevin was watching like Agent Cody Banks, which is like, Wow, let's watch some kids talk about some kids' movies on the gaming podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about a musical documentary on the gaming podcast. I watched the new Netflix Martin Scorsese documented uh, uh, Thunder Revenue Bob Dylan tour documentary. It's called Thunder Revenue. Uh, the Thunder uh, <laughs> Rolling whole Thunder last Revenue. He had. <laughs> I totally screwed the pooch on that Netflix one. Netflix like, Martin Scorsese called, uh, documented <laughs> Thunder Revenue Bob Dylan. <laughs> Directed by Martin Scorsese. 
I am so confused. Rolling Thunder the, Revenue. Is it really called Rolling Thunder <laughs> Revenue? Yeah, that's the name of the tour that the documentary is about. <laughs> it kind of fe- it it kind of <laughs> feels like a Bob Dylan anime when you watch it. <laughs> I don't believe you, but I don't care <laughs> enough to watch and check. I know. I don't think you could probably name a single. It's Bob called Dylan Rolling song. Thunder Review. A Bob Dylan story by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> I was about to, like I said, I was going to pull it up, but my chair doesn't swivel. I can't pull it. <laughs> I can't just swing around to my monitor. But like. But like you should have realized what yet. you were saying was fucking nonsense. Like, what is that even? Yes, I would said I jarbled it up. Yes, I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um but as a as a uh, pretty uh pretty uh affluent Bob Dylan fan, I really really uh enjoyed watching it cuz Mark Scorsese now has like I think this is like his second Bob Dylan documentary he's directed, so he must like have a a pretty big boner for <laughs> Bob Dylan. Yeah, he must. <laughs> um, it's really weird because like Bob Dylan wasn't, he didn't tour for like a oh like seemingly like a decade or something. He didn't do any public. <laughs> hey man, what? Bob Dylan here. You know that's not how he sounds. What we're trying to do is a tour. My voice sounds like this. <laughs> But, Don't uh, question him. You know, Sud is the resident expert on voices. He sort of came back and got a bunch of random people together, like some poets and <laughs> of course, other musicians. Yeah. Uh, Alan Ginsberg, people who haven't who worked I'm not a day in a life, yeah. Who I'm not convinced isn't just also David Cross. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like the like, just look at picture of like the two of them. It's just like. Yeah, they're like the same fucking person. It's really weird. <laughs> um, it is pretty crazy because they played a lot of um, they played a lot of songs that at the time were like kind of weird and unconventional and in weird venues. Like they they played a, a concert in like a, a uh, retirement home and like. <laughs> Just like civic centers, like community centers that like held like maybe like two hundred people, like it's like just like really weird, kind of like abstract Bob Dylan kind of shit, and I really dug it. I mean, he wore like face paint and makeup and weird hats and shit. Matt, you're thirty two years old and too old or too young to even care about Bob Dylan. <laughs> Well, he's, I think he's one of the most prolific and uh, influential, important songwriters of all time. Yeah, but so's like Mozart, but like, I'm not listening to yeah, Mozart. So, like, you're not going to, li- uh, you know. I mean, I have an affinity for classic music. I listen to it time to time. Do you think Alan. Yeah, same. <laughs> Do you think Alan Ginsberg? 
I'm not. I'm not gonna respond to the visual aids. I'm trying not to do that. <laughs> Let's I'm, just say that David Cross looks like the vampire version of Alan Skimberg. <laughs> like he's just been a. <laughs> he's been sucking blood and not aging. <laughs> sucking blood of young poets. <laughs> Matt's above responding to visual aids. Well, I feel like if we ignore them they'll go away <laughs> <laughs> you think wrong you ignoring them just makes it harder for viewers to <laughs> look up what it is based on the context <laughs> which speaks volumes that you said viewers yeah this is an audio <laughs> medium kevin get it through your head <laughs> <laughs> i mean Technically, if you're listening to something, you're also like watching something. You're just. <laughs> what if you're blind, Matt? You know. <laughs> then you're watching I'm... blackness. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Gabba, yo. What? <laughs> you're really stuck on these blowjobs. <laughs> Daredevil isn't the predator. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he is in Netflix. More or less. <laughs> According to Netflix, he is. Yeah, I mean, fucking World on Fire totally looks like Predator vision. Mm. Uh, the the rest of my week was kind of like paying attention to some of the, because like last week was we talked on Monday and that was like the first day of E3, so like there was another whole day after that. I wasn't paying attention yeah, to any no. of that shit, my dude. <laughs> oh, you know, you got that Banjo Kazooie reveal, Ugh. dog. <laughs> cue like, the Battle Angel cue, Lolita. <laughs> yeah. Cue the in, cue the insane uh rambling bluegrass music that is <laughs> part of the Banjo Kazooie soundtrack. I don't understand why they made the change. He's never looked like that. They weren't I played Nuts and Bolts. <laughs> And he didn't look like Battle Angel Alita. Pump up the bluegrass. Um, maybe it it's up. part of the redesign for Banjo 3E. Woo woo. That sounds fucking terrible. That's literally what the the third one was going to be called when they were in development. Because okay. the second one's called Banjo 2E. Sure is. He didn't start the fire. It was always burning. Because <laughs> it's called Banjo Kazooie. I don't know, Ben. Why didn't they call World War One World War One when it happened? <laughs> um, I did like the gifs I saw of um the smash attack where Banjo is just slamming Kazooie on the ground. <laughs> He's just like it, just like zooms in on Kazooie's face. And it's just like why? <laughs> but I, I got nothing else. So who's the next? Yeah, but I'm still in a giant robot suit. Nothing. Nobody has any yeah. thoughts about that at all. I mean, it's just another guy Japan. with a sword, and he also has a shield, so it's just like, whatever. I remember trying to play a Dragon Quest game once and being like, this is like wit, like Final Fantasy, but bland as fuck. It takes a while to get into. I like the new one, um, but you just have to really put in like, eight hours nine hours yeah i just i feel like it has you know like it has its audience and it's just like i just not part of that audience (laughs) the the and i find the theme to be incredibly annoying 
it's not one of the best. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that's why I didn't buy the like fighter pass so I don't have to get that guy if I don't care to have him. <laughs> I'm just going to buy that sweet banjo. You can just get rocked by him when he's wildly unbalanced. When was the last time you guys played Smash? Just going to interject here real quick. Let everybody know this is when Ben remembered what a podcast is and hit record. So from this point forward, Ben is solely responsible for everything that comes out of his mouth. Whereas previous to this point, he's only like 90% responsible by leaving it to me to edit in his dialogue. Uh, All right, back to the show. I thought about playing it after seeing the banjo <laughs> reveal. Okay, I didn't actually get around like, to it. There's no points for that. No. So, yeah, it was well, roughly when the uh, piranha plant came out. So months ago. Yes, like six months ago. All right, I'm More down to play Smash just about any time. You know, let's nice. just stop recording now and I'll go play Smash. <laughs> just to prove me wrong. I mean, we. I mean, switches are portable. We could just all start playing Smash while we're recording. <laughs> it's great content. Amazing. The content flows. <laughs> Matt calling someone. Uh, I'm I'm calling on Sud uh. so that we can then talk about Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> so really, you're calling on Sud point. so that you can talk some more. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, he could just he could just you know like Lie. choose not to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, <laughs> I saw Godzilla two thousand, uh, the the one with Matthew Broderick. <laughs> I thought it was really oh, great. That was in nineteen ninety eight. Boyish yeah, haircut. That is, and Gene Reno. Is oh Gene Reno is in that movie? Oh my god, <laughs> dude, he he's, he hams it up in that movie. It's Does great. He, would you say he carries the movie? When he's doing his um, like American impression, and he just tries to like, he does a really bad like Elvis Presley accent. Sure does. It's fucking hilarious. Do you think that killed Gene Reno's like American career? <laughs> Especially because like he like after that like it was like a big deal for him to like show up in Onimusha, a video game. Onimusha probably. three, yeah, that was the next yeah, thing. Like that, those are the two things like. The three things I know Gene Reno, La Professionale, uh, probably one of the best, you know, crime hitman ben, type I'm movies out there. I'm gonna fucking murder you. Please don't. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fucking blowing up your spot. Ben has only now started recording. Oh so my god. <laughs> well, he didn't. You have didn't, one job. So we lost all that stuff about Twister? It's gonna make less sense than <laughs> it already did. Ben. Yeah. So should we... Yeah, what do we do? Should we start over and just make Ben go first? No. <laughs> <laughs> but what about Matt's we'll stuff? We'll just be talking to ghosts for the first half hour. But Ben asked me a lot of questions. He sure did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I engaged you. <laughs> we'll figure it out. In post. <laughs> yeah. 
I can just like spitfire my week real quick. <laughs> no, it's too late. No, I think this is a conspiracy for you to get rid of my Bob Dylan content. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so the pay- one advocating keeping it and moving on, and you're the one <laughs> who wants to fucking condense your entire week into five minutes so that Ben can comment on it. Not only did we do the worst um, intro ever, we just have the worst podcast ever. Yeah, I don't know how to pick this back yeah. up. Gene Reno, go. Uh, so, we know Gene Reno is an amazing actor from... From Onimusha uh, 3. From three things. Uh, La Professionale <laughs> and Godzilla <laughs> and then Onimusha 3. Yeah, his trifecta of <laughs> films. Oh man! Uh, so yeah, but I did actually watch the Godzilla movie. It was great. It was really, really good. It's in my top three Godzilla films of all time. This is the best Godzilla. Understand why critics hate it? Um, hmm, that's like a really good question. Like, (laughs) I don't know why people like critics don't like it because, like, the audience review scores through the roof. It's really cool. Like you see some sites that you've never really seen before on screen, and it was really awesome in uh, ScreenX. So I watched it in ScreenX, unfortunately, because it was the only way I could see the movie in the time frame I wanted to. So I that don't was know the what one. That means oh, I described it for Detective Pikachu. It's the one where they like display like uh, parts of the movie on the sides of the movie theater, and so oh, it, yeah, weird. and it is super weird. Huh. But like parts of it what? were actually really good for this movie because like like what do you like. Like, in a panoramic-type sense? Yeah, but, I mean, movie theaters are like boxes, right? So it's just, like, movie theater, then 90-degree angle. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I'm trying well, to... Well, panoramic makes me think of it as a curved, like, screen, like an Omni-Max or well, whatever. Yeah. It's not that. Yeah. It's just like a regular it's movie just, theater. It's just an excuse to not move... <laughs> The projector (laughs) and charge you more money for it. Yeah, we can't adjust it, so we're just gonna. That's totally what happened. Like, I'm not saying I wasn't, you know, cheated out of money, but uh, (laughs) you know, if I had to pay that money, I would because it was actually kind of cool. If only because like some of the monsters are so big that it's really cool to like to lend itself to that like super widescreen format. So like their shots, like see Godzilla and then see his tail stretch at a 90 degree angle on some sheet that some guy hung up. (laughs) Uh, it's better than that. Like, it's not, okay. yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> um, Ben's just automatically goes to, like, the worst possible setup. No, because, like... This... IMAX is written above the screen in crayon. No, because the way the film's shot is that because the monsters are front and center, like, at all times, your eyes focus right in the middle of the screen. And so, like, the stuff you're seeing oh, yeah. on the side are, like, your peripheries. So, like... You're seeing like Godzilla's tail like wrap around like you would the character. So like oh, when yeah, Millie, yeah, Bobby, yeah. Ben in your scene when you're like taking a look at Godzilla as he comes into Fenway Park and it's like all rainy, my hair's all wet, and your hair's all wet. Yeah, and you do that little uh, lame little smile, um, and you're looking at Godzilla. Yeah, you give him that. yeah, yeah. You give him that 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 up and down, that real shit eating <laughs> grin. All right, so this part fucking degenerated fast, and I've cut out two minutes of Godzilla dick conversation as well as an extended history of horse fucking uh, that Sud took us on. Trust me, we're all better off. All right, fucking move on. (laughs) I'm trying. (laughs)
<laughs> anyway, if you saw Godzilla's erect penis, it would wrap around to the sides of the screen. And it would be kind of amazing because it'd just be in the peripheral and it'd be really scary. Um, and there are a ton of great shots that are like that, like King Ghidorah's wings or like Mothra's wings just look really cool when, because like you guys, I've... sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I love Mothra in this movie. She's not in it that much. It's kind of a bummer. I know. I just, yeah. Um, but every... The ones that she is in are really cool. This is the best version of Burning Godzilla, which I was super into. And it was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Like how he gets to that yes. state. And I love that whoop, 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 You know, yes. that sound effect's so cool. Um, well, I love how, like, all, like... Like every little like nook and cranny of his scales and stuff, it's just kind of like spewing out. It's like there's Easter eggs like, crammed in each one. Yeah, it's. I mean, there are a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. There are a lot of fake kaiju. Is that right, Matt? Well, like like kaiju I for mean, this they're, movie. They're, like they're not. Yeah, they're all new yeah. creations for this universe. Like I'd never seen the mammoth thing before. Like that was sort of new, right? Yeah. And I they've never been um, bigger. Like they must dwarf like all the other Godzillas combined. Like it's crazy how went, big they are. They certainly went big this this movie. Let's just how big yeah, can yeah, we yeah. make them in scale? Yeah. Yeah, G- like Ghidorah's fucking like just so massive. Yeah. It's and it's yeah, so the humans are, are are pretty good. Like Ken Watanabe is amazing and steals every scene he's in. Kyle Chandler is whatever. He's fine. Um I, Fun fact about Kyle Chandler is he watched every Godzilla movie before, like, showing up to set to film this. Fucking why? <laughs> so he could get into the role Did he of think he was Godzilla in, Godzilla in the movie. suit? Like, what would he be doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, he wanted to, I guess... He shows up with his, like, own suit. Like, I'm here, guys. He just, Put me in, coach. He just... Uh, I do love uh, Tywin Lannister. Barely in the film. He, he has maybe a paragraph of they, lines. What's Wo- he do? Yeah. Woefully underused. The, Charles Dance yeah, is, is like the, the Brian Cranston of the... No, because he's not even. he survives. Unlike Brian Cranston. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he does have... I like the stinger at the end. I unfortunately did not know there's a stinger, so I had to watch it on YouTube like a sucker off a cell phone. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that was cool. Um, that's a reference to Destroyer, right, Matt? Partially. Okay. Uh, it's it, it's kind of like the whole ending to that movie is kind of like setting up like a bunch of different potential <laughs> things that could happen. I did for... not get that, by the way. Like, there was no Kong looking at a power outlet or anything like that. No. <laughs> so... <laughs> So what I th- what I think might happen is so uh, Kevin. I mean, I'm gonna talk about you know some. He's never fucking watching monster this movie. So like, yeah, but like, so King Ghidorah loses a head in this uh, brawl at some point, uh-huh. and the head sinks to the bottom of the ocean, and then um, like apparently some people find it and they sell it to. Uh, Tywin Lannister's character. His name's who... Charles Dance. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> just keep calling him Tywin Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> who he's known for, like, um, uh, mani- trying to like manipulate and work with like DNA and stuff of Kaiju. Just like Tywin so Lannister. I think that, <laughs> so I think they might use the DNA from Ghidorah to somehow manipulate Kong, and then thus that would give him the uh, excuse to give him the electric powers. 
Oh my god. Okay. Because <laughs> I feel like if they if they do if they do Kong versus um, Godzilla and they don't a do the scene when Kong shoves a tree down Godzilla's throat and b but, do the electric powers, Matt, they would be doing a disservice to the franchise. Godzilla towers above like when it. Boeing 747 flies. Like, he's bigger than a mountain. Well, what fucking tree would fit? Like, he couldn't care. Like, <laughs> this isn't the world tree. He's not going to yeah, pick yeah, up the Yeah, yeah, Yagdestrill. <laughs> he's going to shove down Yagdestrill down his throat. Now I'm on board well, they, for that. They show in Thor the shows that, up and know, gives Kong his electro powers. It's all tying together. I knew it. I knew it. It all ties together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm super excited that you don't have to wait four years for the next installment of this <laughs> franchise. Like we had to wait f- four years in between Godzilla two th- one and two. Yeah, this is really good. I mean, I don't really, I really don't understand what the critics are complaining about. Like, I think it's a really fun movie and it's a good action movie. And Did they unlike, expect more just, like of that whole the whole destruction just, theme with? the whole humanity i just i really don't know like i feel like i tried reading some reviews and none like some it wasn't consistent like some of them were just like uh you know there's really not a human element to this movie it's like you came to this movie for a human element like yeah yeah. there's not there's no human element like literally a gigantic bird king of the humans a gigantic bird demon flies over Mexico and kills thousands of people and you watch them all just like dust up into the air like that's like we don't matter in this story that's the human element is like that uh that eruption of Rodan from the Mexican volcano is fucking incredible so how cool so cool yeah, yeah he, he steals the show for they have so a good many minute. good like intro cinematic moments like that uh, well, everything is it's so like, good. I feel like they took this like like it's this big Hollywood massively budgeted movie, but like they also just kind of like shot it like a fun fucking anime. It is like a fun because anime. like there's <laughs> yeah, that's a like, good way to describe it. Like the scene when when Mothra is like bursting out of the clouds, like really she's like dive bombing, mm-hmm. and then it turns to the um dr yang and it's like all she's doing that like slow-mo anime like diagonal look up you know what i mean like i'm looking up diagonally and my eyes are opening at the same time and it's like i can't even picture what you're saying dude like what are you talking about (laughs) it's in like every anime somebody like looking up diagonally and they like look up and it's like epic you know what i mean no I'll I'll find an example we'll and show you later. It all it all makes sense. Okay, I'll look forward to the anime girl looking up diagonally. Classic <laughs> pose. So yeah, I saw like a classic image. Saw Godzilla. Like that's a definite like eight out of ten suds. So it's, it's good. It's, it's we're finally getting a scale together. I told you once we found something that was ten out of ten, we developed the scale. We are developing the scale. Um, and. and Oh, the one thing I do want to say is like one of the few CG movies that like really do a great job with CG. And I think it's because it's so Oh my easy. god, it's so good. It's great CG, great CG fights. That's because like the scale is gigantic and I've never seen it before. But like like the Hobbs and Shaw trailer played before and that just looked did nothing for me. That looked awful. Oh, I wanted to mention that. Like how ridiculous 
is that the scene in that trailer where the rock pulling is pulling the fucking helicopter. helicopter? Yeah. It's it's as ridiculous as in the Force Unleashed when you're pulling a Imperial Star Destroyer yeah. out of the <laughs> out of the atmosphere. It's like he's literally like he has a chain and he wraps it around a helicopter and is like pulling it out of the sky as the helicopter is like using its engine to pull away. And it's like this is just it would tear your arm off. Uh, yeah. I almost said well, it, really it would probably just there. lift you into the air. It, it would probably split you in half. Yeah, and like lift lift everything up. But oh man, what a ridiculous. Like people are going to go see that movie too and it's probably going to make more money than Godzilla. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's just a sad state of What movie's going to make more? See, it doesn't matter, Ben. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. No, Ben wants to see it. <laughs> so i did that um went back to devil may cry because the trophies are fucking infuriatingly not stackable so you have to play through the game like a bunch of times to get every single difficulty trophy so i oh wow yeah so like if you beat it on son of sparta mode you don't get all these yeah. consequential ones nope. that's ridiculous nope, nope 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 and you get one of the best weapons in the game to three missions before the game ends. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you want to... I yeah. do want to try that one out. And it's, it's And I will say, like, the story is great. Like, the more I think about it, the more I enjoy it. Um, and the final two boss fights are incredible. So, you know... The story is great, and it's it's really unique how it plays out. Yeah, it's, um, it's really cool. It almost feels like Tarantino-esque. Mm, yeah, kind of. I mean, I'm not. Really, I'm never unsure as to what's happening and where things fit in the timeline. But, I mean, Dante yeah. would fit so no, perfect but... into a Tarantino film. He's like a Tarantino oh, yeah, character. I, I feel like it's almost potentially, you know, purposeful. Replaces pizza with like off-brand cereals, and you got it. That's a very good point, Ben. If he was just like depressed and talking about cuckoo for cocoa puffs, they like, totally. <laughs> I'm cuckoo I'm for cocoa puffs. I'm crazy for cocoa puffs. My wife left me. Goddamn cocoa puffs, love you. <laughs> um, so Smash that's cut that title. A- yeah, and then the other thing about it is, like I mentioned in the last podcast, like I like Nero way more now that I understand how his stuff works <laughs> uh, a little bit better, and so like I'm really enjoying playing through those. What's again. your favorite arm? Oh, the Buster probably because the it's- Mega Man Buster. Not the Mega Man Buster, the Buster <laughs> arm. It's got like the giant claws and it's red. Yeah, the the drill. Yeah, and you can like oh, pick no. people up and fucking slam them down. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I really like Sweet Surrender because it's clearly a dildo made for his girlfriend, Kyrie. And it makes me really laugh. <laughs> if you read the item description, it's just like a uh, arm made with Kyrie in mind. And it just looks like a purple silver dildo. It's fucking really fun. <laughs> And it just like yeah, makes yeah. a little vibrating sound, <laughs> or the pasta breaker is good, which is literally just a fork, and it's just like yeah, a yeah, buster <laughs> made for <laughs> made for eating pasta. <laughs> it's like okay, who is cooing? <laughs> huh? What? Somebody has a cat near their <laughs> microphone. <laughs> I keep hearing it. I'm sorry. Is that person you, <laughs> Matt? No. <laughs> It's me, it's because he's being needy as fuck. <laughs> Matt was onto your ruse, Kevin. 
<laughs> you weren't trying to say anything, were you? You're hopeful. It's someone else. It was. It was so faint. I was like, well, I'm going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this podcast is a train wreck, but whatever. That's good. Uh, from Devil, yeah, from Devil May Cry, I went to Sekiro and I played a ton of Sekiro. Oh my gosh! Hooray! Uh, yeah, man, that game is so hard. I don't know if I want to go back to it. Yeah. Um, I, but I played a ton of it. I played enough that I have some hot takes. You guys want to hear some hot takes? Oh, yeah. So, Sekiro is a brilliant game. It is also a game that frustratingly asks you to do things that its mechanics don't, can't support. Um, yeah, I kind of understand that. Like a really good example of that is the fire, like the bull mini boss. And it's like, uh, you've seen it in the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, but it's like a bull and it's like got this like, that is probably one of the stupidest fights in Sekiro. It's fucking terrible. It's just like, you've been asking me to sneak around and to plot out my moves and to like backstab people and hide and like be like a Japanese Spider-Man. And then there's this bull just charging around, and it's just miserable. And I like, why would you do this? Um, and then there are a couple. Brian had a lot of hard times with that bull. It's fucking terrible. Like it's such a bad boss. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, because it, it it's it's definitely like, hey, remember how I told you you need to play like Sekiro? Well, now you need to play like Dark Souls just for this one time, and then you need to but go it's, back. But it's it's not even like playing like Dark Souls. Like Dark Souls, you could build a build that could tank through it, or you could be oh, really yeah, yeah, fast true. and run through it, or you could be a magic like, user and like burst it down before it even got to you. Yeah, it's, it's just like you're like, playing against a bull and you selected uh, what's depraved is that the build yeah you start with like no stats nothing yeah it's so bad um and that's actually a really good point that you brought up is uh sort of like the 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 way that you die over and over again it's like that's a good choke point like you'll die over and over to it and then you're gonna you're gonna do a death run right so you die you resurrect at the buddha statue the idol and you're gonna run back and then once i started running back i realized I can actually skip huge swaths of the game once you know where to oh, go. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. At that point, I'm just wondering what's the replay value here? And it's just like sort of concerning me because there's no other weapon. And then this yeah, feel- it, it's just like for replay value, it's like it's not like Dark Souls where you can go through and get whole new sets of armor. It's like upgrading your your tools to max if you haven't already like i don't when you bring that up i you're right i don't think it has as good replay value as the dark souls games which is just kind of a bummer and this like really compounded mm-hmm. it for me when i played um uh lady butterfly and so lady butterfly is a huge roadblock she's really hard um and she's just really intense and she asks you to really master the sekiro combat and it's kind of awesome um the fight is generally. But the thing about her is that, like, once you start getting the things that reduce posture, she becomes much more manageable because you're shortening the fight down. Because once you break posture, you can do a death blow. And death blows are the name of the game in terms of the combat. And and so, like, if you get, like, raise, ascending crane and descending crane and the 
Ichi Jikuro or something like that. You know the one I'm talking about, Ben? Are you talking about the one where you parry the stab attacks? No, that's the Mikuri counter, but this is also a great example of like something that just reduces their posture so you can do like huge critical hits. And then once you understand that, you realize, oh, the skills don't matter because it doesn't matter what skills you have. As long as you can break posture, you can do death blows. And if you can do death blows, you will be able to like manage the game in a way that Mm -hmm. is you know, fun. Like you're, you're actually not scared of the bosses anymore. And, and the sense I'm getting, and I'm having three faces. This is a great game. Um, when we do our game of the year conversations this is definitely probably going to be on my list, but it's a game that is one of the weaker ones from, from software. Like, I think I like it more than maybe dark souls two and three, maybe, I mean, they're on that level, but like, I don't know how much replay value I'm going to get out of it. Um, the combat in and of itself is incredible. Like, the hit detection's awesome. When I was first playing through the game, Brian was just saying, like, holy shit, you're doing, like, frame-perfect dodges. And it's just from, like, playing Devil May Cry. Uh, but, like, the fact that it's able to register that and you can, like... T- I got the Whirlwind Slash and I was able to time the Whirlwind sw- Slash to use a Whirlwind Slash and have people's swords, like, swing above my head, like, by a hair's breadth. And you just, like, have these incredibly beautiful and balletic confrontations the violence is like super visceral and really in your face and really impactful and it's just really fucking cool um but like there's just weird design decisions where like i personally feel like you should be able to go through the game sneaking through like you give the p players the tool to do that and then you don't let them actually execute on it or i feel like you should be able to sneak up on any boss and do a death blow but like lady butterfly you can't but you've taught me in all these other encounters that you should be able to do that. And this is like but one some boss. Some you can, which is really interesting. Yeah, some you can, but then like where's the consistency? Like if I can for one boss, why can't I do it for other bosses? It doesn't make sense to me. And it's, there's no cue to that. Lady Butterfly is a really great example of like all these tensions because it, it wants you to master the combat. But you can play the game in a way where you're like sneaking up on people and getting death blows. And she has this illusion spell, which only uses a snap seed. But you only get one snap seed from an NPC before the fight begins, and it doesn't tell you where the other snap seeds are, and it makes the fight exponentially harder. Which is like LOL get good from software lol. But like But at the same time, there's other play ways you can go and you can come back to that fight later. Which is yeah, what I did. I understand that and like that's fine, but you know, I, I think the point stands. Like, I should be able to sneak up to her somehow and, like, death blow her and then fight for her from phase two. And, like, that's a way to reward the player for ingenuity that you've taught the player in other forms of the game. And so it's just, like, stuff like that's just really inconsistent. Um, it's really awesome. It's really beautiful. One other slight criticism is that it all takes place kind of in the same area, so everything kind of looks samey. I feel it's like it's like very medieval Japan, like mountains, forests, like all the Japanese tropes that you know and love are sort of expressed there. And they also use like the same uh, branch, yeah, like every branch that you can hook Mm -hmm. onto. The game feels like it was made really fast and with Bloodborne's like hit detection system because. It's similar. Like in Bloodborne, like you can do incredible dodges and incredible frame perfect moves. It's just asking you to do something slightly different, which is this posture idea and like deflects. Um, 
And so I, I don't know how long this was in development. And the story is like very straightforward. You know, there's nothing to be hidden. Like there's no item, like items tell you some background lore, but it's not telling you the story, which is what Bloodborne's story was. So it's very straightforward. Um, and it's good. Like it's fine, but it's not as appealing as like Dark Souls or Bloodborne to me. So it's a really good game. I'm really excited that I've gotten into the rhythm of playing it and I feel like confident I can keep playing it and I can beat it. But there are these just things that just jumped out at me that are, you know, they're not, it's not a bad thing to do something different than Dark Souls or Bloodborne. But, you know, I just thought it was kind of surprising that I, I don't know if I'll like it as much as those games. So I played that. Um, I also got Cadence of Hyrule. Um, and Cadence of Hyrule is fucking awesome. I'm almost done with the game. If you guys have played Crypt of the Necrodancer, it's similar to that, where everything is like remix versions of old Zelda tunes and old Zelda maps. So the map always is a new map of Hyrule, and it's always the same. Like, Mount Doom's always going to be to the north, and it's got these amazing remixed electronic versions of old Zelda tunes that you then have to like go through and you have to like even moving is like part of the rhythm. So you have to hit a button in time with the beat to move around the overworld. And it's not as hard as it's very like Patapon, but Patapon was like more of a strategy game almost. Um, But the cool thing is this is kind of strategy in the sense that you need to recognize um, enemy patterns and their beats and stuff and time it properly. Yeah, totally. Um, it, it's really good. Like, I love what they've done. Like, the map is from Link to the Past, and it's a remix version of that. The sprites, not really sprites, but the character designs are from Minish Cap, it feels like. Yeah, they the, look very Minish Cap-ish, mm-hmm. which is cool. And it has all the same sound effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and then, I don't know, like, I, it's not as hard as Crypt of the Necrodancer. Crypt of the Necrodancer... Um, is much harder because everything gets remixing. It's like a very, it's more roguelikey because um, like you always are gonna lose everything, but that's not really what's happening in this game. Like whenever you get, um, whenever you get like the bow, like you'll keep the bow for that version of the map. Um, you, whenever you get the hookshot, you'll keep the hookshot for that version of the map, which is really nice. It's got like a ton of stuff on the overworld, like Link's Awakening. Um, and the dungeons are really great. Like, they're, it's a really great balance between, like, a ton of brain teasers and, like, monster gauntlets. And the music's really awesome so that as you're playing through the dungeon, you never get bored as you're, like, you know, listening to the same tune yeah. over and over again. The game looks interesting. I like what I see. It's awesome. It's, like, the best Zelda spinoff ever. Yeah, it's probably. so much fun. Yeah, I really highly recommend it. Yeah, um, if you liked Link's Awakening or Link to the Past <laughs> or Pat Upon... Or Crypt of the Necrodancer, you should definitely get this game. I think if you like <laughs> Zelda music, you should also get this true. Game. Yeah. yeah, like if you just like Zelda I do music, love Zelda music. Uh, the bosses are incredible too. Um, like, and then there's a really great encounter late in the game where you have to switch between Link and Zelda. The bosses are old Zelda bosses, but they have instruments, which is awesome and silly. Yeah, I really like how the main bad guy is called Octavo, which I really enjoy. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so, yeah, it's a great game. It's really short. Like, I'm definitely close to the end. And so I think my total time will be, like, four and a half, five hours. And so it's not as in-depth as, That's like, pretty a, long. Uh, you think so? For, For it, like, a little spin-off game. I guess. 25 bucks. It's not that yeah, cheap. It's not yeah. cheap. I'm definitely going to play it again. Because, um, like, play I, like I mentioned. Zelda, though. <laughs> you can. 
but it is like I mentioned, like the, the world gets remixed, so you know it's a different experience, and the music and the, the actual gameplay is so fun, and it's way more approachable than Crypt of the Necro Dancer, which is yeah, really for nice. Sure. So you know, really great. Um, still been occasionally dabbling in Total War, uh, three Romance of Three Kingdoms. It's really good. It's just that like it, it's you can't like pick up and play like even Sekiro. Like you can make some progress with like just a couple hours. But, like, Total War really demands a time commitment, and I really didn't have that this weekend. So, that's really my yep. week. <laughs> you just gotta really get into it. Yeah, yeah. So, Ben, uh, if you don't say every other word, then I think we can have you on the podcast. So, go and tell us about your week. <laughs> well, I also played Cadence of Hyrule. I uh, am already not, you failed. I'm not four hours into it. <laughs> I'm only an hour into it. I fought my first boss, and that was dope. I'm definitely going to play and beat it. You, um, I don't know about replay value. I picked Link. I don't know what's different about Zelda. I can't imagine there's anything different. If there, Yeah, I don't know if there's mechanic changes with them. If there is, there's incentive to play it again. If there isn't, I don't know if I will. I might be- I mean... It's probably just for people who like you know want to fucking play Zelda, you yeah. know, let them let them have it, dude. <laughs> yeah, but um, so yeah, that's a really great game. Another game that I picked up that was on sta- sale for uh, Steam is called Bladed Fury. Oh yeah, Bladed Furry. <laughs> Fury. The furry fighting game. <laughs> is this a fighter, Ben? No. Yeah, where you play as different furries. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's like uh, uh, a Metroidvania, but it has combat that's similar to um, uh, like Shank, Mark of the Ninja. Bible Black. Those... Oh. What? I was going to say Bible Black. <laughs> not not that <laughs> definitely wow, not that's that a, that's a weird one <laughs> but uh so uh it's got um you know it's got like a combo system you know up and x will juggle and then you have you have light attacks you have heavy attacks so like what kind of blades are we talking here is this like medieval is this like samurai it's is this chinese like... during the okay, warring so states so okay I I got you, you so like some jaded stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got you got summons and stuff which like cause like a rain of arrows to come to the area or an attack that'll absorb make all the enemies draw to a to one point so you can hit them all together. But uh it's pretty fun. It's uh 2D stylized art like uh like your Hollow Knights. But it's steeped in Chinese lore, and all the voice acting is Chinese. Who's the developer? I don't know. It's uh, well, Google it. Real oh, I think quick. it's Next. Is aren't they like a Chinese studio? I think yes, they are Next Studios. So does that mean your computer's currently hijacked by the Chinese government? Oh, maybe at this point. <laughs> That's why it wasn't recording for 40 minutes. <laughs> Don't peer Chinese behind the got, curtain. 
the Chinese got that information. Yeah, I'm a ghost. Yeah. No, that's how we'll save the podcast. I'll just message the Chinese government and ask them for their recording of the first (laughs) 40 minutes of the podcast. Yeah, can we have that back? Don't do any Google image searches for Winnie the Pooh. (laughs) Oh, right. That was a stretch, Matt, but I got you. (laughs) Are you not aware of this, Sid? No. Winnie the Pooh is banned in China because people keep comparing (laughs) Xi Jinping to Winnie the Pooh. And it apparently makes him really angry. I would be angry, too, because he looks just like Winnie the Pooh. If you picked out a cartoon character that looked just like me, I'd be fucking pissed. Oh, my God. He does. we have a task. (laughs) I'd be like, get that the fuck away from me. I'm going to ban it from the internet. So, yeah, I have... I totally get where he's coming from. He doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> I totally get where he's coming from. I mean, like, all all he has to say is, it's like, dude, like, people in Chinese prisons are having their organs harvested on my behalf. Like, <laughs> step off. All you got's a bear. I got these organs. <laughs> Some of them are from bears. <laughs> No, most of them are from Chinese dissidents. Did you not read about this in the New York Times? Like, fucking UN no, watchdog. <laughs> like, it's outrageous. I'm still going to buy their toys, though. Give me that Godzilla. <laughs> partially because you don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> partially. Partially because I want to support that system. Yeah, and l- unless a time comes where America Sun goes out dope. of his way to find made in China toys. Yes. <laughs> I- I'm the real martyr here. <laughs> Not the guy who got his kidneys removed. No, me. I'm the one suffering. I'm the one suffering <laughs> when my dorsal fin on my kaiju falls off. Damn you, Chinese <laughs> manufacturer. The dors the the kaiju dorsal fin black market. They're not big enough. <laughs> but another game I played that. Uh, was really popular, but I didn't pick up, and it's been out for a while. It's called Hyperlight Drifter. This game is balls hard. I can't. Yes. What is, is it yes, like it one is. of those crazy games where you're trying to dodge a billion attacks and then fire your this gun isn't and a your spaceship? No, it's kind, not a shop. But you're not, okay, kind of, but you're not in a spaceship. You're a dude. Wait, hold on. This is called Hyperlight Space Drive, and you're not no, in a spaceship? No, Hyperlight, Hyperlight Drifter. Drifter. Matt. <laughs> titles you just like add extra words (laughs) but uh so it's it's oh like um a i i don't want to say it is kind of like a top down but it's pixel art and it's really well done stylized pixel art your I would ad- say it's uh, like think of it like this, Matt. It's like a more mobile classic Zelda. Oh, that's a good way to describe it. More mobile classic Zelda. Yeah. Okay, I gotta get. You're not in a vehicle, right? No, you're a person with a lightsaber. Yeah, and, and a, a gun. And a gun. Oh, so that's what the hyperlight is. Yeah, and so your hyperlight is you can blink and you can make little blinks, Ooh. and so you have to do these actions where a bunch of bullets will fly at it at you. You gotta like blink between the bullets and hit the enemy, and then blink away. And you have like, you get more charges, but you have like three charges of blink. So you can, br- 
they'll recharge slowly, but you can <clears throat> you have to learn to space them out or use them all at once to get your objective done. You know, you move into different uh, when you move you move into different like squares which have different challenges in them, like Zelda. And, oh, I get you. Yeah, the music's really good, and it's it's very Dark Souls esque in the sense that the how the story is uh, told. Because you know you're a silent protagonist. Uh, uh, you literally can't speak. Uh, people, me- you talk to villagers, and they mention that you don't talk. And uh, you're just trying to figure out what happened through these like flashbacks and stuff. And the pixel art is really gorgeous. Dude, Matt, like, watch the opening cinematic. It's incredible. Yeah. It's so cool. It's crazy. Like, even if you don't buy the game, like, I think it's really hard. I think it's way too hard for what it's it so is trying to be. It's not enjoyable. Harder than something like Sekiro? Yeah. I would say easier than Sekiro. I disagree. I, I think Hyper Light... Well, I mean, some of those classic games can be hard just because, like... Well, it's not cla- uh, those like classic style kind of mm-hmm. like arcade two like, hit one enemy hit and swarms. You're dead. Yeah, you just swarmed by enemies. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's really hard. It's really fun. Uh, I definitely want to see where it goes, so I definitely plan on beating it. How many hours did you put? Into I really. It? I am. I am three hours into it. Okay, you, and you made a lot more progress than me. I think I'm near the end, but I feel like it's going to be a Shikan Jewel kind of scenario. I'm sorry, but this game still sounds like, the title sounds like it has something to do with, like, some sort of vehicle. Hyperlight Drifter? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Whatever. What, like, Martin Scorsese is... direct Bob Dylan's Rolling Thunder <laughs> Revenue. I don't know what I'm I just, was getting into with I'm that. I'm just saying, when you, when you first said the name, I was like, I, I just immediately like you know a spaceship vehicle popped into mind, but I thought Bob Dylan was some sort of mage that was reviewing sandwiches. It's yeah, that's bizarre because like possible. you've never heard of this game. We're telling you there's no fucking vehicle in it, and you're just like, <laughs> no, but there has to be a vehicle. No, I'm just saying like from my first impression, like when Ben. I first know. Said let the it title, go. I am. You I'm watching it. the gameplay. <laughs> This actually looks really hard as fuck. It's <laughs> because it is. I hi- I like, I first started playing it on keyboard and mouse and quickly gave that up. That sounds miserable. I it can't was. even imagine. Yeah, that does look really miserable it, playing on keyboard and mouse. It was. I was like, I, I fucking have to play this on a controller. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the uh, aesthetics and like the, mm-hmm. um, the music environmental. Beautiful. Yeah, it's it really looks like cool. some Dune type shit. Yeah, yeah, man. Wa- watch that intro cinematic. It's just perfect. It's like one of the best ones I've seen for a game ever. But that's it. Really, rem- it reminds me of some of the the, the heyday of the Lucas um, Lucas Arts games. And just with, their, with their the really good pixel art, like the yeah. point and clicks. Well, yeah. Well, just like the way that like they had like. Those cinematic Cinem- type, yeah, um, the pixel art like, cinematics, like, like Day of yeah, the Tentacle really, and like and the yeah. Dig, King's Quest okay. Four. I don't know if that's, that's a Sierra game, game, but sure. Yeah. Well, Sierra had really good pixel art for the time. <laughs> they did. Sure. Fifteen years before LucasArts, but yeah. 
<laughs> with. But uh, yeah, just been playing a lot of isometric and like pixel art based games. You still playing you that uh, Divinity? What? Did you still Did play, I play Divinity? I, I played a little more Divinity too. Uh, <laughs> once again, like I, I I picked this game up to play with other people. And just like dungeon, just like playing Dungeons and Dragons, it's impossible to get four people together to play for a few hours. Yeah, but and, you could just pick up the game and play it yourself. Yeah, but it's a lot less fun. You can't D and D by yourself. I mean, you could, but it'd be the saddest yeah, experience be sad of your life. As hell, yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten. I that mean, far. isn't that just like essentially like writing a fanfic? Yeah, Except well, you're rolling for initiative. Do you think that's how George fake. R. Martin came up with the <laughs> Song of Fire and Ice? I think he was eating some really good lemon cakes. It was like, I just need to make a <laughs> whole saga about lemon cakes. <laughs> yeah, I need I need some sort of vessel to write these long paragraphs about food. <laughs> Honestly, like, maybe he was in a D&D campaign that was in, like, a banquet and they couldn't roll to get the fuck out. Like, and that's why the banquets <laughs> are so long and hundreds of pages. <laughs> and he had to keep describing more and more food. <laughs> no, I tell rolled me what 12, else they're eating. Plus two is 14. Nope, you take another bite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do the forks look like? Or just, like, the inquisitive player who's like, what do the forks look like? <laughs> Well, Ben, did you watch any, like, fringe media? No, not really. Saw that ban- I saw that Banjo-Kazooie <laughs> reveal. <laughs> the announcement trailer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With, like, Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong and K. Rule just hanging out. Sleeping. <laughs> Why the fuck I mean, were they hanging out? Because they're in Smash together oh. now. Yeah, I guess because K. Rule's just... Cool with everyone. No, K. Rule's got that sick cocaine. They're just like, look, give me a bump, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all crashing. Yeah, also, he's... also they're the rare guys. Also oh true. Uh... yeah, yeah, it makes sense because banjo is rare. From yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin's bringing it all together. <laughs> Kevin knows Kevin what's is up. the the, the rare Columbia that binds us together, which is again bringing Jet Force Gemini. Fuck off. <laughs> No one cares. That would actually, I, I would allow Jet Force Gemini only if they bring the dog with the amputated legs. That what? the jet leg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, like he doesn't have paws. His legs were Lucas. obviously lost in some sort of galactic war and replaced with jets. You're. I think you're thinking of. Uh, fucking Star Fox. <laughs> it does sound like no, a Star Fox. Totally character. a dog. Nobody in, in nobody Gemini. in Star Fox has legs. Everybody in Star <laughs> Fox has metal legs. What's up with that? I don't know. What's up with your fear of birds with hands? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's the difference? Birds shouldn't have hands. I stay by it. Yeah. Does he, Falco why, just use his wings? Yeah, on Falco his guns? has wings. Yeah, that's why he works. <laughs> Even when he's holding his gun. Okay. He doesn't have hands. <laughs> Do you think if he lost so, a feather it'd be like cutting off like a finger, finger and you couldn't yeah. yeah. So so divinity is I'm, I just like looked up some gameplay. So it's essentially just kind of like cuz I was thinking about like Old oh Ben like Gate. I don't have 
Yeah, it's like Baldur's Gate, like yeah. Diablo, kind of. It's yeah. not like Diablo. Well, yeah, it's not like Diablo. Well, it's no, turn, but... turn-based. So it's multiplayer, turn-based? It can yeah. be. It can be, yeah. Well, yeah, because Ben was saying he plays it with people. Yeah. Matt, do you want to play it with me? I'll play it with I mean, you like, I was like, well, yeah, like, he was saying he didn't have anybody to play with. I was like, well, I'm a person, and I can play <laughs> games. <laughs> That's a very <laughs> loose definition, it's a, but yeah. It's adorable, Matt. I can fill that void. Is it a, a free game? No. no. I have oh, it on PS4? PC. I have it on PC. Oh, PC. I'm going to delete that and get it on PlayStation 4 so we can play on controllers. Will they give me my money back? <laughs> uh, I mean, it looks like... Have you I played enough put, hours? I think I put too many hours I, into it, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't... Do, I mean, I... I, I, I desperately uh, would. Yeah. Matt, get it on PlayStation 4. I'll play with you. Let's exclude Ben. <laughs> All right. Well, so Ben, ben still doesn't friends. have anybody to play with, and then we'll just play. I have even less people to play with because now you guys aren't playing with me. <laughs> it's like minus two. Yeah. <laughs> ben, I'll buy it on PC and then not launch it for six years. <laughs> and that makes three. It's minus Kevin three. Prob- minus three, Kevin roll for check. Kevin probably already has it. Yeah, Kevin probably know. already has it. It's, it's minus three, roll for check. You have to eat more of that fucking lemon cake, my dude. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I need, to, I need every single sugar granule to be described to me. Yeah. Oh, I had it. I did check. I have Divinity 2, but not Divinity Original Sin 2. What the fuck no. is Divinity 2? I don't know. <laughs> I never heard of this game. It's made uh, by Larian Studios and came out same, in 2012. Yeah, no, Larian is the same game, or is the Man, same? I thought uh, he developer. said Larry. <laughs> Larian. No, Larian is the developer. <laughs> Just made by Larry. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, yeah, I guess it's a game they made in 2012. Oh, interesting. It must be the same like universe or something. Yeah, Divinity Two developers yeah. cut Divinity Two Original Sin Two. Huh. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I have something. <laughs> Are they crossplay? Is it like yeah. that one FPS that was in the Eve Online world? <coughs> sure. And, Why uh, the fuck not? And so. I purchased. I purchased. Uh, and I finally pre-ordered uh, Samurai Showdown. <laughs> Ben, great news! Do it! I can't believe so it. You get That's I'm the not content doing it. we're looking for here. Yeah. Pre-orders. <laughs> yeah. This is the pre-order cast. What else did you pre-order? That's it. I didn't pre-order you get the anything. Free, you get the first. You get the first uh, season pass for free if you pre-order. That's, that's a, incredibly cynical. My God, I think <laughs> should that's not. I think no, it's fucking for a lame. fighter. That's kind of. I, I mean, think that's yeah. nice for a fighting game. Usually, because you, know, I mean, you don't have to put to anything 25. extra down yeah, exactly. for a pre-order. I think that's fucking outrageous. That means that they were going to. That's. Oh I'm gosh, just settling right. for what could have been a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, so is this? Are they? Is this iteration of Samurai Showdown? Have they gone like 3D models, or are they still doing like 2D it's, anime? It's, it's the new tradition for this for fighting games is now 3D models on a 2D plane. Because yeah. I really like Samurai Showdown as like the anime sprites. They still look. You like that in yeah, two I mean, and four. All the other ones are. I bad. mean, you still like this because it's still following that whole. Uh, it's still following that style where it's you know they're, they're still their anime stylist. Yeah, they it's haven't got, like been, the fighters. They haven't look been, to it. Yeah, yeah. They haven't oh, been made okay. realistic. They've just been. Yeah, like Street Fighter. Yeah, they've just been rendered in three D so they can do more. 
with it, you know. I got you. Cool. Yeah. Oh. What'd you do, Kevin? I don't know. <laughs> um. All right, we're gonna Let's put hear it. to the lava boy and shark girl yeah, review. Oh my god! Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> I I did watch uh, Cody Banks three freshman year. There's a third There's what? <laughs> no, it's the no. band movie I made, cut together <laughs> with clips from Malcolm in the Middle, The Amanda Show, and Big Fat Liar. <laughs> like I was about to be like, stop the cast right now. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's so right. Put us through this movie. Yeah, what yeah let's hear so it. What's the plot? After so uh, after Malcolm, London. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're putting you. We're putting you on blast here, Kevin. You said you wrote it. Uh, so Cody Banks, uh, he's at camp again, and his brother what? Dewey. <laughs> yeah, his his brother's now played by a totally different character and has a different name. Uh, but it works. It's, it's just Dewey. Well, yeah, accept it because he's a secret agent. Then uh, Amanda shows up with the dancing lobsters, and <laughs> Cody just you know falls in love right away. But then it turns out that the dancing lobsters are evil scientists uh, who bring Drake and Josh <laughs> along. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, this is the uh, this turn Paul Giamatti blue. <laughs> this is the Nickelodeon they have to mashup stop of a I'm lifetime. Blue now. <laughs> this, this this is this sounds like um the uh, episode of Rick and Morty with the hyper dimension TV. Or yeah. it's just like a loose original like, feel. Yeah, this is what happened if Cody Banks two broke the bank and they. They, they That's the third one. one. Oh, Cody Banks 2, Breaking the Bank. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth I didn't even mean to do that, but okay. <laughs> Fucking, it goes, Cody Banks, Cody Banks 2, Destination London, then Cody Banks 2, Breaking the Bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is... <laughs> It is not a remake or a retcon. It doesn't it's a DLC. the first Cody Film Banks DLC. 2. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a sequel that happens simultaneously with the other sequel. It's uh, in, an, in an alternate <laughs> universe. It's it's an alternate universe. They only play at the Chevron gas station on the little screens when you're filling up gas. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you can catch it limited edition over the summer. That's like, also, it mind. was released in 2019 and you just didn't Why know. Why do I... Why do I have to watch TV while I'm filling my gas? Like because you wouldn't get that hot Cody Banks action. Like did so end know, stage you capitalism. You wouldn't know about the two for one roller dog special. I'll tell you how much I enjoyed Cody Banks. I was filling What's up gas. What's even better is like you're outside filling up your gas, and it's like telling you the weather. It's like, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but this is gonna be better. Uh, it's gonna be Cody Banks too. And you're going to be so enthralled, you're going to overfill your car and spill it everywhere. <laughs> Who's the antagonist of this? Is it... Um... It's Blue Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Oh, right. No, they have to save Blue Paul oh, Giamatti. Okay. From... The dancing lobsters and Drake and Josh are the bad guys. Oh. Okay. oh. <laughs> Who are Drake uh, and Josh as... in this? They're There's just Drake guy. and Josh. Yeah. Oh, they're not like secret they're agents themselves. or themselves. They're just themselves? <laughs> no. Okay. I just... I, I had to, like, there were so few scenes of them in different skits, I just had to make them their own characters. <laughs> they uh-huh. weren't consistent characters enough. 
Uh, you could have easily made things... them crazy and like just like, oh, these guys are like crazy people and they can't, they don't know what their personality it's Drake and Josh, is. And that's but they're, what... they're well, each... that wasn't my vision for the characters. But they're each playing okay. each other. You just chose something much worse. <laughs> this is effectively what you chose to do. Uh, we... So as far as stuff I actually did do, we're gonna put no. Sub how does to the it test. end? Fucking, you're gonna have to watch it. I'm gonna come have to come to my house <laughs> and have me put it on, does, and you're gonna have to watch the first two for does, context. Does Hillary Duff like Gandalf save everybody <laughs> at the end? No. Look to me to the uh, east. All <laughs> <laughs> <No>, right. <laughs> In fact, it's explicitly the opposite. Mogulusha. <laughs> I. <laughs> I uh, deep fake her face onto the bad guy from the first movie and have them kill her violently. Whoa. <laughs> I thought that you were going a much worse direction when you said deep fake. Not gonna lie. I have my <laughs> expectations have thoroughly been subverted. Yeah. I was just Step like Step aside, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, so <laughs> moving on, we're done with my magnum opus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned a lot about Minecraft. <laughs> this uh-huh. week. Oh, no. <laughs> Can we go Three back to making up things? About this. <laughs> God damn Mainly, it. Uh-huh. I learned that what I have been playing is it's not Minecraft. Minecraft Windows 10 edition. <laughs> what you've been playing is Minesweeper. You just didn't know better. <laughs> it turns out the Minecraft Almost was just us Almost what worse? we are inside. <laughs> the Windows 10 edition is not the Minecraft of the days of yore. It is a port to Windows 10 of oh the God. Pocket Edition. Oh my so you're God. playing uh, the like, phone, phone version. On your PC. Yeah, they've, How yeah, many they've hours added, did you spend doing this? I mean, fucking a ton. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> All it's, wasted. It's what I've been doing while editing these podcasts. Playing the Windows 10 times. phone version of Minecraft <laughs> on your PC. I mean, like, it. they've added enough that the f- the ported version of it has more content than the actual game I played when I stopped playing. 15 years so ago. So that is why I didn't know. This is like my mom uh, getting me the bouncer instead of GTA. Because <laughs> she didn't know oh, any man. better. The bouncer. Oh, that game was actually pretty fun. <laughs> it was fun because you wanted a game for the PlayStation 2 and there was only that or GTA 3. Yeah, really my mom was just like, this is just like, like GTA 3 and she got me the bouncer. <laughs> That's like the oh, oldest man. thing my mom's done. This takes the cake, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but so I went and downloaded actual Minecraft, the Java version. And did you just, uh, just you were just so overwhelmed. <laughs> I mean, like, it is pretty surprising right away. Like, I created a world and, Wait, like, Kevin, generated right next to what? <laughs> what tipped you off that you were playing the wrong version? Yeah. I was, uh... I was looking into downloading some shaders because I wanted to try that out. You're all out and of Minecraft points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, but people were like, go into the video settings, 
and click like, on the no shaders video button. settings. <laughs> 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 but no, I went into video settings and there was no shaders button. And I looked into it and I'm like, oh, it's a different version of the game. So I went and downloaded the actual version and it did, it is like right away different. I haven't put a ton of time into that, but like I generated right next to a village and the villages are like way more complicated in the actual version. Like they're more diverse and there's like different things going there's on. There's a black box. What? There's a black box and a Chinese blocks. <laughs> no. Yeah, Kevin's actually playing Roblox. Yeah. <laughs> Indian blocks. Um, but so I I downloaded that just for the sake of trying out some shaders. Um and they are really fucking impressive. I mean uh, they <laughs> for square blocks. Um You're the fucking yeah, screwers, I dude. Mean, <laughs> the lighting and everything. Wow. Uh I think the lighting on this box. Really, this reminds so me good. of like the Rick and Morty uh, level thing with Morty. Look at these blocks; they're so smooth. The definition. <laughs> I I like how that's what you reference, and not the episode where they multiple times reference playing Minecraft. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, but I think one huge change it'll have is that. Uh, it relies on, like, you know, the ways, like, actual light sources and the way they bounce off surfaces and whatnot. And as a result, there is not, like, a base level of light everywhere. Like, in the normal game without shaders, if you go into, like, the deepest, darkest pit with no light source, you can still kind of see. Like, it's difficult, but, like, you can make out shapes and colors and everything. Um... But with the shaders installed, there's fucking nothing. It's pitch black. The monitor might as well be off. And so... <laughs> My brain might as well be like, off. <laughs> so did you dig straight I down? I listened to you name f- four games that the three of you have played and I have not touched yet. That's your problem. <laughs> you see how that's your problem? You could always play Minecraft. I'm not going to play Minecraft. When are you going to watch John <laughs> Well, that Wick sounds like 3. your problem. I'm fucking 20 years too old for Minecraft. Yeah. That's I a agree. nonsense. When, um, I agree with what Ben said. When are you going to watch the John Wick series? When do you guys watch Cody Banks 1 and 2? And, we can. I've seen Cody and Banks, Cody Banks 1. Banks I'm sure I have. The bank. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it at the gas station. We established this. <laughs> if one of you comes on next week to talk about both Cody Banks movies, I will watch all three John Wick oh movies. God, I, I I'll this. watch them tonight. I have HBO. <laughs> I'm pulling them up. I, I'm, <laughs> you, you don't know what you don't. You don't put baby in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's coming out swinging. Matt's doing this for you, Kevin. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> He wants you to see these movies so bad, he's willing to do this to himself. <laughs> um, oh, God. I beat Mario and Rabbids. Also, <laughs> um, oh, you beat that level you were st- stuck on? You didn't? Who's yeah, the final I boss? Yeah, I did finally. 
So, <laughs> the final boss is wow. a weird energy dragon that comes okay. out of nowhere, like, three missions before the end. And so, like, A, it's fucking a random, unexplained villain that replaces <laughs> uh, Bowser Jr., like, out of nowhere. Typical anime ending. But then, so, like, it's a bad villain that comes out of nowhere, but then it still can't be a cool original villain because it still possesses Bowser at the wow. last second. <laughs> Literally before the fight starts, despite Bowser having not been in the game up to that point. <laughs> it could have just been Bowser, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, why? <laughs> this feels like the worst decision you could have made as far as like... Because, I mean, the boss fight's fine and everything. It's not mind-blowing but it's just like the the narrative element of it is just like tripping over your dick 20 times in a row godzilla's dick yeah <laughs> across three walls <laughs> uh but so yeah i beat that uh i've been going back through doing all the challenges and stuff um i was glad to see because like the challenges have ratings from like Easy, medium, hard, ultra hard. And um, Mega. I was a little bit disappointed because, like, you know, as you progress through the game, you unlock more skills and better weapons and stuff. And, like, going through World 1, like, even the hard missions, is just, like, I'm one-shotting everyone. One-shot, like, one kill. I, <laughs> every time I do that, it refills me to full health. So, like, this is not difficult. And then I got to the... Uh, ultra hard mission, and it was legitimately difficult, and I haven't beaten it yet. Okay, but that may also be just because the first one I've done is that I have to escort Toad, who cannot one shot people, <laughs> and uh, I have limited ability to heal him. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, what, that's what Toad does. Yeah, yeah, spot on. Yahoo! Toad is weird. Uh, <laughs> is it is it a hat or is it part of his head? It's, uh, it's his, canonically the head of a his part penis. of his head. <laughs> the whole thing is just a walking penis. <laughs> yeah, mushroom uh, kingdom. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> the eyes are his balls. It's very <laughs> Big American penis. <laughs> Look into his eyes, which are now his balls. <laughs> Look into his wrinkly eyes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that was like pretty solid thirty hours of content, and I wow. still have a lot to do to like one hundred percent it. Are you are going, you going to? to? I'm gonna keep trying some more of the like extra stuff. I don't know if we'll see if. Uh, it ends up being, like, super trivial and well, it just bores me. See if the real version of Minecraft pulls you in like the mobile version did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, look on the bright side Kevin's now. Kevin's gonna go back just, to the mobile version. Can't you just now, don't you have uh, Minecraft available? You can download it on your phone since you have it through the Windows Store? I mean, I because I bought it ten years ago, I can just download it on fucking whatever the hell I want. <laughs> oh, okay, Mr. Big Man. <laughs> I just need to, like, log into my account. Um, 
And then the last thing I did was Kara and I binged all but the last five episodes so far of Death Note. The animated version or the live action movies? <laughs> the animated all version. All but five episodes of the movies. Um, <laughs> which was um, somewhat interesting for me just because I never actually watched the show. I read the manga. Uh, I borrowed it all from Sud yep, we all did. and read it over the course of like a month. Um, and that was like fucking a decade ago. It's still incredible, and, I think. Yeah. And I will say, again, like it's the biggest complaint of the show, which is the events surrounding the time skip in the last third. Mm. Um, which is just really exemplified by the fact that you know, I remembered most of everything that happened before the time skip, uh, despite having read through the mangas once, start to finish, and never gone back to them at all mm. or watched the show at all. Uh, like, I remembered, you know, most of the beats and everything. I fucking don't remember anything that happened after the time skip except for, like, the finale. <laughs> like, how it <laughs> like, all ends, it just, you mean? Yeah, like that's all you. Can yeah, remember. just everything with like mellow and near. Oh, you don't remember like, mellow just, or near? I I remembered them. Uh-huh. I don't remember any of the events, yeah. like the kidnapping <laughs> mellow does entered. and all that stuff. None yeah. Of that? Oh, interesting. No, none of that stuck with me for whatever reason. <laughs> and so, uh, like that's been nice. At least it's feeling really fresh <laughs> watching through it with Kara. Uh, she was super disappointed at the loss, <laughs> especially because I made the comparison uh, between L and Eraserhead oh, you, when why? we first started you watching. Knew. Of course he did. Yeah, but you knew, Everyone knows. You knew yeah. she had attachment and you knew what was going to happen. And yet you still <laughs> were like, get super attached to this character. Yeah. You heartless I mean, monster. How do you not get attached to a character who's there for two thirds of the show? Like, come on. <laughs> Don't get attached As to this character who's like there for most of the One of the, the main show. characters, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but you just set mm. off you just set off the attraction in her by comparing her him to a razor head. But like it's fucking there. It's inescapable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pretty much the same. Yeah. I don't know anything yeah. about Death Note. What? What? <laughs> Isn't it like um, the, the guy writes stuff and then the people actually die in real life? Yeah, you got it. Yes. Yep. Okay. So you so do I know something about it. Death Note. Yeah. You know. So like each episode is like a flavor of the week. Someone's what? dying. He's no, writing no. about it. <laughs> Different monsters. Is this a ghostwriter? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so Matt, the basic premise is this kid finds a death note. Don't even bother Kevin. He's... He should know no, that. What's the story? No. Wishbone. He, he finds I'm this death note. I'm allowed to be ignorant on something. Decide, no. <laughs> <laughs> finds a death note, realizes writing people's names in it. I love how you said finds a death note like it's a common item. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've thrown away three this week. <laughs> oh, so he writes, so like, it becomes kind of like a Dexter thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then, like, it becomes a huge mental chess match between him and the people trying to catch him. 
And so, like, the whole thing is, like, a psychological thriller. And I've never seen a more intense potato chip eating scene than in Death Note. (laughs) I will say there is one, like, So it's, like, a psychological thriller? Yeah. Yes. There is one horrific moment of just the worst, least subtle exposition... (laughs) Which is uh, like horrific, first... as in like bad or like scary. Yeah. Like, no, just bad. <laughs> okay, because like when... <laughs> I'm trying. I'm like, is this gonna be like a horrific rape scene? Like, no, no. <laughs> there's nothing like that. Uh, but it is when Ray Penber first has a scene with his fiance, and like they're in the hotel room, and he's just Wait, like, "Honey, so got... yeah, this guy Ray Penber." goes to a hotel room and is there with his fiance and like they talk for a little bit and then he's like honey we both know that you used to be one of the FBI's top inf- agents <laughs> and then you left the FBI when we got engaged and but like we agreed when you came to this trip to Japan with me that you wouldn't get involved in this investigation and it's just like holy shit who yeah, wrote like- this dialogue <laughs> anime people that's like that's a pretty traditional like anime style of exposition it i have never seen anything this bad i will fucking find a clip after this watch some fucking naruto my dude yeah (laughs) yeah yeah like tell me what those sharingan eyes see oh fuck you have one of seven legendary yeah let me just talk for the next 30 minutes oh my god I know that you know that I know that you know. <laughs> so the guy, his name is Roger Penber. Ray Penber. Ray that is Pen- not the main character. It is just oh, a character. I was going to say, up. like, the the guy who's a writer, his last name is Pen Penber. <laughs> no, the main character okay. is Light Yagami. Okay. Changed into Light Turner for the Netflix <laughs> live action Live movie. action film. Uh, yeah, you know, I might check it out. Maybe, maybe you should. Not. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's, it's thirty-five I, I, episodes, thirty-seven episodes. I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a cowboy bebop and a half. Don't compare <laughs> it to cowboy bebop. Don't use cowboy bebop as a unit of yeah. measurement. <laughs> I mean, that's a. Because Cowboy Bebop is only 26 episodes, which is literally 90% of all anime. So, like, using that as a measurement is... <laughs> not, I would say not anymore. Yeah, no. most anime is shown in that last forever. Most anime forever now, days nowadays are either, are either endless or, like, a five-part miniseries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, like, the... five episodes or 800. There's no <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there's no in-between. <laughs> yeah, the days of the old 26-episode one-and-dones are over. They're behind us. Well, I mean, Attack on Titan's kind of like that in season approach. Like, it can't go that much longer. Yeah, like, it'd yeah. be like 52, 56 the episodes. Over, tops. So. Yeah. See, yeah. but that's the thing. <laughs> I don't believe that it's going to be 52 episodes. Well, I feel like. The well, manga's I, only almost over. I feel like it's well, going to be like two what more they're seasons. doing is they're, you know, potentially leading into a second series that takes place in a different time. 
Okay. Uh, we're not going to discuss this. We'll fucking bring it up when this season is over. <laughs> yeah, I agree. What else do you do, Kevin? Fucking nothing. <laughs> is that <laughs> true? It. Or are you just saying that in like a form of protest? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got nothing. It's not even anything. Fucking, I have talked about Cody Banks for the last three weeks. You think and there's Minecraft. anything I'm holding Cody back Banks from you guys? Yeah, he even talked like, about a Cody, he even talked about a Cody guys... Banks that didn't exist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how you guys fucking consider those equally embarrassing. They are equally embarrassing, though. <laughs> I mean, I, But it's like so... admitting you play with Legos versus admitting you eat your own shit. No, it's not. Well, it's like one is like I was using Cody Banks to lure kids in the 2000s. The other one's saying I'm trying to lure kids now. Like, they're both equally <laughs> degenerate. Like, you should not be interacting with these forms of media. I think Matt brought up the greatest <laughs> point that even even Frankie Muniz doesn't remember Cody Banks. <laughs> he doesn't remember Malcolm in the middle. I don't think a lot of people have specifically asked him if he remembers Cody Banks. <laughs> Somebody tweeted him. <laughs> you think Frankie uses just the gap in his teeth now? They've grown that wide. 